Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am Athlete Tonight. What up, what up, what up, everyone? This is I am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, 10-year NFL defensive lineman, Lee J. Deusable, with my guys, 15 years covering the Miami Dolphins, a world-renowned it gets sports columnist. Gets bigger every time. Every time. Omar Kelly and the boss man, even though he doesn't like being called the boss man, right? Six-time Pro Bowl wide receiver. Mr. Showtime himself. That's what I'm going to call him. Mr. Showtime Ooh. himself. Our boss, Mr. Oh, Brad stop it. Marshall. Stop it. Dudes, every time we do the show, every time every time we do the show, you, you're going to say 10-time, 10 10-time 10 NFL vet. Leger, do a bowl. Amateur chef. <laughs> Amateur chef, you I'm haven't been on your I'm you haven't been on your chef content lately. I'm I disappointed not, in you. Man. It's yeah, it's because you're working me like a dog over here. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't win the other two jobs he did today. Oh, oh yeah, right. I called dudes. I called dudes like at ten o'clock this morning. Then I connected with him at five. He's like, I just finished working. I just finished up. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm actually working right now. <laughs> There you go. Well, you're in New York, man. I think everybody in New York. Omar, huh? Yeah, everybody. Brandon's in New York. Brandon's in New York. Uh, Flowers. And then yeah. uh, Pac-Man's in New York. I think Shady's on the way, huh? Probably. Yeah, yeah no, I, I believe I'm headed tomorrow. Right. Oh, everybody in New York, huh? We got a big live show coming up. Yeah. There fashion show. Uh, fashion Week is up there, too, right? Fa- yeah, Fashion Week. But I, I'm not. Any fashion I got week too stuff? much. I'm going to be honest. I'm nervous as hell with this live show. It's our first. It's our first live show, right? Um, and, and I'll be honest here, my biggest uh, um, pain point this week was securing talent, right? You have some Yankees, you have some Knicks, some Nets, you got the, you got, you can't even account the Jets and the Giants because they play Sunday, right? So they can't do anything Saturday. It literally took me all the way in, up until an hour ago to secure a guest. And I'm glad I waited because it's a phenomenal guest. Mm. You going to tell the people? I was about to say, you going to throw that out there for the people? No, not yet. Maybe on a maybe in a in a C block, right? How, what I learned from Howard Stern is you got to win a, the first eight minutes for TV for radio ratings, right? So mm. like if we wait and we extend it to the B block, then that means people will carry over and listen through, and our ratings will go up, and maybe uh, the bosses maybe give us a bigger check next time around. That's right, boss man. Well, hey, there's I got a boss too. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's go ahead and get into it, man. We got a really great show tonight. Could this be the first year Mike Tomlin 
and as the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, have a losing season. Last for me. Mm, we'll discuss that. The 2022 NFL season is finally here. It's about to kick off in over an hour. We'll preview the matchup between the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. And Dabo Sweeney, goodness gracious, the head coach for the Clemson Tigers, just got paid. I'm talking $115 million over 10 years. Are college coaches getting paid too much? We'll discuss that. But first, Action Jackson. Lamar Jackson has set Friday tomorrow as his deadline to end negotiations on a contract extension with the Baltimore Ravens. Here what Lamar Jackson had to say at yesterday's media availability. As of right now, you know, we're still talking. You know, the week's not over yet, but soon, soon, probably be a deadline, probably be cut off after this week. It was a pretty big risk last season, uh, the year before. You know, um, I wasn't thinking about contract negotiations around that time. You know, um, this season's going to be the same thing. But, you know, I'm just playing football. You know, anything can happen, but God forbid, any, you know, the wrong thing happen. You know, I'm keeping God first and just playing ball. Now, if a deal is not reached over the next couple of days, and really days, because tomorrow is Friday, like I said, Lamar Jackson will play under his fifth-year option that will pay him $23 million this year. Now, the team could potentially franchise him for two more years. And if you look at what has happened this offseason, I mean, three franchise quarterbacks have gotten that bag, and Lamar Jackson still hasn't gotten it. Brandon Marshall, if Lamar Jackson and the Ravens do not come to an agreement, who's at most to blame? Mm. I think it's uh, the Baltimore Ravens. I don't care, okay? (laughs) What y'all talking about when it comes to Lamar Jackson? Oh, he get hit hard. He get hit too many times. All right? Will he last? Blah, 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 blah. Lamar Jackson is a generational talent. Point blank, period. Okay? Pay the man. Point blank, period. You got Harbaugh. Harbaugh was going to get fired if Lamar Jackson ain't coming those last six games when Joe Flacco, who I like, but he was stinking it up. He was going to get fired. Yes, he was. Inside information, dudes. Inside information. <laughs> what the what the what the traditional media people say. My sources. <laughs> okay, Omar Kelly can help me with it. Sources. <laughs> My sources. So he was gonna get fired. And then the next year he turns around, take you guys how far? What was it? The AFC championship game, was it? No, well, that, no, no, that man, year. we got knocked that's, out that's the first, in the second oh, round. Oh, no, my bad, my bad, buddy. Oh, so, so I'm sorry. He wins MVP of the league. He wins MVP, yeah. Next year he wins MVP, yes. Yeah. He wins that MVP. Year he, saved, he saved the season and took them to the playoffs. So, yeah. dudes, Omar Kelly, the answer is this. It's on the Baltimore Ravens. Because if you don't have them, what do you got? You have a you losing season, right, Sean? You, you got the franchise tag for two years. <laughs> These are mechanisms that teams use to put pressure on you. Boo, to set, Omar. Yeah, I, I know, I know. <laughs> media I know. guy. <laughs> Leave it to the media uh, guy. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling you how the league is structured. <laughs> hey, your collective bargaining agreement allows these teams to franchise tag you two times. You're right about and that. And your NFLPA allowed it. Mm. And, and, and honestly, yeah, they could fight it, but the league, these owners were saying, absolutely not. We're not doing a deal without the franchise tag. Now, it's the mechanism they use for these exact situations, yeah. primarily for the quarterbacks, for the top 20 players in the league. And Lamar is going to be paid handsomely under the franchise tag. 
And I don't think he fears it because collectively, if he plays the next three years without getting a contract extension, he's going to make 125 to 130 million dollars over three years. So that basically gets him into the 40 million a year realm. Yeah. So why would you sign for anything that's not paying you in the 40 million a year realm? Yeah, I get that 100 percent. And just to dive into this, like we had this comparison before, right? Aaron Judge, right? He decided to bet on himself. He's probably made an extra $100 million. He's going to be able to literally tell any team, this is what I want. Go ahead and cut the check. Lamar Jackson has the same opportunity to do it. Like, we saw Kirk Cousins do this a few years ago, bet on itself, two franchise tags, yeah. and got a completely guaranteed deal the first, next time he, man he did his it. deal. But I want to take this conversation somewhere else, right? Mm. And Brandon's probably not going to like it. He likes that we switch things up and take the, take the conversation somewhere else. He's not going to like what I bring up, right? Mm-hmm. Brandon Marshall, we always talk about Pushing the position forward, right? Yep. Guy before us, push the position forward, right? Kyler Murray had a chance to do that after Sean Watson signed that guaranteed deal. Take one less year on a deal, see if you can get it fully guaranteed. Doesn't happen, right? Again, I'm not going to scoff at any player that decides, mm-hmm. I need to, you know, sign my paper right now. That way I don't have to worry about that. That's not in the back of my head when I go on the field. You got you got, an- you got another player, oh, too. You I, got yo, another, no, no, I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up. Yeah. Your guy. Mm-hmm. Your guy, Brandon Martin. Oh, here he goes. See, look. Russell at Wilson. Look at this guy. Had a chance to push this conversation and the game forward. And now the Baltimore Ravens are like, Thank you very much, Mr. Wilson. Now what can Lamar Jackson too do? Because after Deshaun Watson, two other guys didn't take fully guaranteed deals. Why the hell would we give you a fully guaranteed and, deal? And put a pin in that before Brandon responds, and I will make sure that I do my journalistic – I have show journalistic integrity and say to you that Russell Wilson, this was his second chance mm. to follow up oh, a damn. quarterback who had one. a fully – Guaranteed contract. Mm. Sean, I might need some help. You might have to come in and help me out on here. <laughs> he, he got he was the next quarterback after Kurt Cousins. Kurt Cousins got yep. a fully guaranteed That's quarterback. Facts, actually. And he backtracked and then got a non-fully guaranteed quarterback. Now he's getting all of his money. Mm-hmm. He's never missing a penny. And he got a new deal. But here he is again. Another quarterback breaks down the barrier, gets a fully guaranteed contract. And he pushes us back. This, this is what the NFL needs in order for contracts to become fully guaranteed yeah it has to begin with the quarterbacks russell wilson has had the opportunity to be that quarterback who forces teams to break down that barrier oh, all and russell not, wilson not once twice oh, twice russell wilson the twice. russell the russell wilson slander on is i am athlete must stop dude <laughs> listen we're just is talking business he has been in position if, uh, if when these when guarantee contracts become part of the culture of the NFL is going to be the quarterbacks who do it. 100%. Kurt's cousin was the first in line. Next came Russell Wilson. He's like, nah, I don't need a fully guaranteed. Well, actually, you know, but you know what changed? You know, too. hey, listen, guys, I I am disruptive like that, as you guys know. I truly believe that you know we should be getting fully guaranteed contracts. It is very difficult and complex uh, due to the violence in our sports, mm-hmm. but I think would change this conversation right because Kirk Cousins was the guy that we you know it was like oh during that time when Kurt went from Washington um back then the Redskins down the 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 commanders to the Minnesota Vikings yeah that's that, that that that's that was his play and that's when the conversation was big around guaranteed contracts what I think changed the the game was 
uh, the increase in, in the salary cap. And these quarterbacks now making, remember back then it was like 20, 25 million. And uh, yeah, I think, yeah, right. Big, 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 and now we got guys making 50 million, right? Now that's base. Those are baseball, some baseball numbers. Those are NBA, NBA numbers, numbers, right? <laughs> so I think these guys are looking at like, well, you know, uh, $450 million. That's, you know, Patrick Mahomes and 300 something guarantee. Kind of happy with that, right? 300 million. It, it yeah. just totally, it's, it, it's, it's like, can I say F, the F word? I can't say the F word on, on Sirius XM again. Howard Stern <laughs> does it, right? No, I ain't going to do it. My mom listening. Um, it kind of, it kind of, uh, uh, it's, it kind of, no, I, I see now, I, can, I don't even know what to say. It messes with your mind. <laughs> It messes with your mind a little bit, like three hundred million dues. Yeah, when somebody's offering you and waving three hundred million at you, you're not really thinking to yourself, like, "Man, I got to be the next in line to get this fully guaranteed contract." For I mean, but is it really three hundred though? Because if only one sixty hey, of it is guaranteed, I criticized Russell Wilson and he got all every dime of his last contract. Well, I'm not That's talking about Russell. I, I, what I was talking about yeah. is Patrick Mahomes, right? Because like, if if yeah. if if y'all really want to deflect, right? Because how we go from Lamar Jackson to Russell Wilson <laughs> in guaranteed contracts, <laughs> then we got to look at Patrick Mahomes too. Patrick Mahomes is the face of the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is the golden child. Patrick Mahomes is supposed to dethrone Tom Brady as the goat, right? So why, when it comes to business, why aren't we putting that pressure on Patrick Mahomes saying, you were supposed to be the one to get the fully guaranteed contract? You know what he did, right? He took less money so they could keep other guys around. Oh, now, Lord. if Russell was doing that, that'd be one thing. But you, Russell did do that. that Russell, Wait, we, Russell did the, do that, dudes. But if we, we talk about this all the time, right, B? Like that second contract, you got to hit because that third one, depending on if you're still, you know, legit or playing at a elite level when you're 30, you can make it whatever you want. But a lot of times that second deal is, you know, you got to got to hit while the iron's hot. So this is Lamar's second deal. Right. So that's why he's trying to get as much but, money as possible and the way he plays. Can we go back to Russell real quick? Because I do agree with you there. One hundred percent. That second one is the one that's like this is this is the one. This is the bag that's going to secure me, my family, generational wealth. There you go. So I agree with, with with you, there, dudes. That is, you know, for everyone listening, that's how a lot of our guys think, right? This is the one. I can't think about contract number three or four. A lot of guys, probably ninety percent of the guys, don't even make it to a third contract. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson, go back there. Could it mm -hmm. be that Russell is like, you know what? New ownership coming in. I'm on a new team. Maybe not rock the boat because maybe my 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 clothing line and all of my business business ventures, maybe just doing right by them and not being a hard ass at the table will allow me to do business with them in other areas. Maybe this is the 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 path to earn ownership in the NFL. Right? Some guys play the long game. Some guys are thinking about legacy and legacy for so, Russell Wilson. He said it. I want to own a team. He said, I want to create a billion-dollar brand. Right? I got a little yeah, feedback yeah. there. But, dudes, one second. Is it? We got a little feedback. I don't know if that's Omar Kelly. I don't know if that's oh, no. Dudes, you got to turn something off, dudes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're testing. We're testing. All right. There we go. There we go. Oh. Hello. There we Hello. go. We're we're good. There yeah. we go. What was that? Let's do that in real time. 
<laughs> I don't know what. Well, Sean, what was that, was. Sean? No, that was that was us on our end. We're testing the live for the live show, Brandon. Oh Lord, so, y'all doing this, pop. and then you got freaking the bosses. I'm in here in the headquarters. The bosses, <laughs> the bosses is gonna be like, "Damn, you, how you gonna ask for more money, and you can't even freaking do a live show? Like, come on!" No, anyways, dudes. Uh, every time I go deep into thought and I start going really deep and peeling back the layer, layers, you, 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 you do some BS with the tech. Every so time. He, he can't blame me for that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying Russell is playing the long game as far as ownership. Yeah. Well, I think, like, I know Russ. Russ has amazing relationships with, like, like these people that, you know, the the Amazons of the world, the Bezos and, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, the owners of who? Microsoft guy. What's his name? Uh. Bill, no, not Bill Gates. Yeah, Bill yeah. Gates. He Bill knows Gates. Bill Gates. He can text yeah. Bill Gates. Don't be surprised. Opening night, Monday night football. Russell Wilson's playing against the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, yeah. in Denver. Big night. Great job, yeah. NFL, for scheduling that one. Don't Ooh, be yeah. surprised yeah. if you yeah. see a Jeff Bezos in a in a Bill Gates sitting in his box. The yeah. Walton family. The Walton family, one of the richest families in the in the world. Yeah, Russell Wilson, if I'm him, I'm playing. The, if I'm him, I'm not saying this is inside information. I'm just saying if I'm him, I'm playing a longer game. You know, yeah, I'll, get, I'll give you guys, I'll give you that 40 million that I could, 40 million extra I could get in guaranteed dues. No, you keep that because I know we're going to do business in other areas down the line. Yeah, but doesn't that ultimately, doesn't that ultimately help hurt, you know, you know, pushing the game forward for the next quarterback, though? Dues. Hey, hey, have you not you real, dudes? Have you not realized it's a doggy dog world, dudes? Everybody for themselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is I am athlete tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Dudes, but with my guys Brandon Marshall and Omar Kelly, we were talking about Lamar Jackson and you know him negotiating, trying to get this deal done by tomorrow. That's when he gave the Baltimore Ravens a deadline. So on social media, Lamar basically says he liked a tweet of himself in a Dolphins jersey as a joke. For everyone who thinks he wants out of Baltimore doing an appearance on Gojo Show Podcast, Lamar addressed his social media behavior and talked about how his social media has been under a microscope. This is what Lamar Jackson said. It's a great organization, you know, um, very, very, very um, friendly organization. Uh, and I love being here. I, I tweeted it before, like, you know, this this where I want to be at. So now I'm seeing things like, oh, he, he wants out because I'm liking stuff. It's just, yeah, because I see y'all keep engaging in that in that way like oh you want to leave so i'm like all right i'm gonna play back okay yeah i like something you know so let me t- shooting the st- shooting my shots you know um on social media because they, they like doing it to me i guess omar kelly mm. lamar jackson liking pictures of himself in the miami dolphins uniform is that ill-advised Nah, you got to play the game how the game gets played. You got to make these teams feel pressure. And, and you know who is, mm. you know who's been the highest bidder in the NFL for more than a decade? Who Not has the made, Baltimore Ravens. No, who has made <laughs> who has made the highest paid player at six different positions in his career as owner? Who who has spent more money in an offseason? Oh, Stephen Ross. Than, than <laughs> four, the, the four times. <laughs> During his decade as tenure of 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 of, uh, of an NFL franchise, Stephen Ross, mm. you know who said in the draft the room, Stephen Ross, huh, the suspended Stephen Ross, <laughs> you know who said in the draft room that Lamar Jackson was being drafted when a team was proposing a trade that would prevent Miami Dolphins from getting Minka Fitzpatrick, who was uh-huh. their top target, Correct. and you know who wanted to take that trade and move down? It was Stephen Ross, and you know what player he wanted to select that year? 
Who was it? It was Lamar Jackson. Mm. Wow. Imagine if Lamar would have been at the crib. So, <laughs> listen, Hold on. Adam Gates did not want to coach him. So, that's why the this trade the... didn't happen and it didn't, it didn't go through. That's wow. insider information, huh, Lamar? Listen. I mean, Lamar, I said Lamar. Yeah, uh, trust me. The Miami Dolphins, if Lamar Jackson becomes an unrestricted free agent at the point where three years from now, let's say, or he's on the trade market because we all know the Dolphins will go out there and go get, get, get great talent. They will absolutely unequivocally, without a doubt, if he's still an elite player, go after him. And Lamar knows that. Yeah. Brandon, what do you think about Lamar liking him, you know, liking the picture of him in the Miami Dolphins uniform? Is that ill-advised or that's just part of the game? Dudes, how long you been around me? How long you been knowing me? Shoot, since 2004. You know I like to get messy. You know I love this. <laughs> what Lamar you talking about? Don't ask, me no question. Don't ask me no question like that. <laughs> he said it too. He know he was being petty. He said, look, y'all saying this, then I'm going to play into it, right? Like, he's just being yeah. petty. He's being messy. And I think the NFL needs more of this, man. You yes, know, when we, first, when we first got in the league, dudes, you know it, the, 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 the deference and the reverence, for, the reverence for the shield and being underneath the shield, it's like, we can't rock the boat. We can't yeah, say facts. certain things, right? And I think we need to play into the industry that we're in. We're in an entertainment industry, right? That's going to get more clicks, more likes, get more people talking about it, which equals more money for everybody, okay? I like it. Absolutely. You know that. I'm messy. What, what I'm petty. Let me ask you, Brandon, because you were in an era where players could be themselves and could talk and could chat Ocho Cinco the situation and – and put up pictures of who they were def- going against the next week. And you could bring up the Darrell Reeves matchup and talk trash in the media. What happened to that era? What happened? You, what, do, you what do you mean what happened? You, you who say, does that now? Well, no, it's different now. Don't Hold on. No, no so because Chad and T.O. was really, I mean, there was guys here and there. There wasn't like a whole generation of guys doing that in that era. They just did it at an extremely high level. Now what you're seeing is like the the, the Claypools TikToking before games. You see the ABs, <laughs> the Antonio Browns going live in the locker room while the coaches. So it just shows up differently. It's just content uh, 24-7, you know, uh, 365. That's the difference. Now, we didn't do that. There's no way in hell, you know, when we came in a league that guys were going to be in a locker room tweeting and Instagram. And hell, I don't even know if that should – that didn't even exist when we first got – when I first got in the league. No. It was just Facebook, right? And maybe Twitter. Yeah. So it just shows up differently, Omar. And I think that, you know, uh, the guys like Jalen Ramsey, well, you had guys that follow. Um, first, it was like Richard Sherman. Then you have like Jalen Ramsey. These, you know, guys that's, you know, really like you being loud and obnoxious at times, you know, that come along and push it forward. So I just think it shows up differently now. And so now it shows up they get their own podcast, right? Yeah, yeah right, right. Even that. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Quickly, I'll ask you guys this one uh, question, then we'll go to break. Omar Kelly, does the deal ultimately get done this Friday between Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens? I was blessed and fortunate enough to meet Miss Jackson um, at, uh, for real. At, at the facility, <laughs> and I learned that she don't play no games. Mm. There will be no deal. Okay. Mm. Be Marsh, you agree with Omar? You don't think a deal gets done? <sighs> it's 50-50. 50-50, dudes. It's 50-50. I think, you know, a lot of times in the 12th hour, things get done, man. Like, y'all play hardball all y'all want. i tell you one thing. Uh, that side, the Jackson side, they serious. It's black and white. 
But big business side, billionaires, they dip, they, they going 12 fire. They're going to be like, this dude is serious. He ain't budging. Let's give him what he need. So it's 50-50. We shall see. You want an inside look at the NFL with two future Hall of Famers? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray returns for the 2022 season. What a blessing it's been to be a part of football history. Tom's experience always shows up in big games. That means in-depth football talk and the best guests in the podcast world. Come see me, and now you really Hall of Fame. Come see Uncle Snoop in the studio. Hear the best of Let's Go, dropping Mondays on your podcast feed up until the season premiere on September 5th. Download and subscribe right now on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcast. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What's up, y'all? The Home Depot Retool Your School program is back on the yard and back at it again, bringing up to $150,000 in campus improvement grants to help upgrade and uplift your favorite HBCU campuses. Not only is Retool Your School partnering with HBCUs, but it's also inviting you to join by voting online only at retoolyourschool.com slash vote. You can vote as many times as you want, as often as you want, whenever you want, now through March 24th. If you want to support change across HBCU campuses, all you have to do is vote. So keep doing, keep building, and keep supporting HBCUs at retoolyourschool.com slash vote. Retool your school powered by purpose. This is Brandon Marshall from I Am Athlete here to talk about my favorite go-to Britty meal that I can't always enjoy because the carb fear is real. But carb-heavy foods are often the ones we love most. But Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences and compromises. Zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and high in fiber, delicious and flavorful. The soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a refreshing, maybe, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, savory breakfast burrito, or mouthwash watering cheeseburger something for every craving including sliced bread loaves buns and tortillas monthly small drops of indulgence favorites like the two gram net carb hero croissant or the one gram net carb hero cheddar biscuit don't give up on being a bread hit hero bread is offering 10 percent off your order go to hero.co and use code athlete at checkout that's athlete at h-e-r-o.co hurry and get 10 percent off your order when you use athlete at h-e-r-o.co Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I Am Athlete presents Fact or Cap. Welcome back to I Am Athlete. I'm your host, Lee J. Dusma, with my guys, Omar Kelly and Brandon Marshall. And before we get into Fact or Cap, UCF, a love. We just said it. Davis, we just said it. More, one of the most important people on the Bills team besides Josh Allen scores on a touchdown. Our Brandon, just to get some football talk, right? Ken Dorsey was in his bag that first drive, right? <laughs> Man, I mean, with Brian Dable leaving, I didn't think these guys would go, you know, four wide, empty sets. They did exactly that on the first drive. Got the ball to Josh Allen's hands, found Stefan Diggs. And then third and one, Brandon. Shows a fake power to the left, brings Gabe Davis in motion, 
Bluff bluffs the defensive end, right? He blocks him for a second, then goes out, and Josh Allen takes the boot to the right. He's wide open for a touchdown. I mean, Ken Dorsey, I know people were concerned about Brand, Brian Dayball being gone. Me How would this offense look? Boy, that boy in his well, bag right now. Brand, he, he's in his bag. He's in his bag. I'm a Dorsey fan, but that's one drive. I give you that, but he and was he was in his listen, bag. Listen, bo- both of you guys are right. Look, he was in his bag, and that says a lot because I was one of those guys, dudes. We broke down the Buffalo Bills three weeks ago, and I yeah. said that the key when you asked about players, I said it's Ken Dorsey. He's not a player. Yeah. What he just did was awesome, but Omar Kelly's right. Everybody has a scripted first 15. You go out there, we know exactly what the Rams do because we studied their philosophy and their defensive coordinator, so we know every single situation. However, where the game really starts is that second and that third quarter when we when the defense has settled in and they make their adjustments. So let's see yeah. if Ken Dorsey can hold this up. Yeah. Well, let's, again, we'll continue to give you updates in the Buffalo Bills. Shit, we might as well just do the LA whole uh, breakdown of the game. Let's, <laughs> you call it. You, uh, well, I'm the color guy. Right now, I'm so. the color guy. What are you? What is that? What do they call the other guy? I'm the play-by-play You're the play-by-play, and I'm the color guy. <laughs> and I'll just tell you, don't ask me. <laughs> but we'll give you updates as the game continues to play on. But first, we're going to bring our producer, Sean, because you guys heard it. It's our segment called Factor Cap. Now, in our Factor Cap segment, Sean gives us a statement. If we agree with this statement, we say fact. And explain why. If we don't agree, we say cap, of course, and explain why. So, Sean, what's our first statement? And our first one, you teased it before the break, dudes. And we seem to hear this question a lot over the years, but now more than ever, it's the first year post-Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. So the statement, Mike Tomlin will have his first losing season in Pittsburgh. Factor cap. I'll go last. Omar Kelly, go ahead. I think that's cap. I think he's one of the best coaches in the game. I think he can inspire men. I think he's got a decent quarterback in Mitch Trubisky. He will produce a winning record. Me, Marsh. Oh my goodness, I, I'm like uh, I'm like Pac Man right now. Whenever you talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, I go silent. He goes silence. Right. <laughs> I'm not even going to answer this question because the the just the this like why are we talking about this? Have we ever seen Tomlin or the Steelers ever be in a terrible situation? Have we ever seen Tomlin ever have a losing s- season? Like, come on, dudes disrespectful and i'm blaming you or am i blaming sean or pernell for putting well this well question well, well i haven't gone yet okay and you said when have we ever seen it be marsh yeah there's the first time for everything and i love mike <laughs> t. got a lot of respect for mike t but that turnover of that roster the offensive line is okay. abysmal mitchell trubisky it and was again, abysmal last year too yeah yeah the but last three years the last three years Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback, right? Again, Mitch had a bad rep in Chicago. Um, they always, always didn't give him the best, you know, weapons. I mean, Allen Robinson was good there. But he took his team, I believe, to the playoffs twice. But, you know, sometimes going to a new city, he went to Buffalo last year, maybe rubbing it, you know, with with Josh Allen and Brian Dable may, may have helped him this year. I just don't see in that division them making any noise this year. Like, again, they've always been known what the Marshals were, the Steel Curtain, right? Mm-hmm. That defense was Swiss cheese last year. It wasn't the steel curtain. They got so. beat up, brother. They did. They had some injuries. They you had know, big injuries. Was hurt. Um, they had a few. I mean, Steven to it, you know, retired. Linebacker he, goes he, down. DN goes down. Come on, man. Dude, yeah, speak even football. David, I mean, this even, is where even, even, this is where you lose me Bush. with your football IQ. Okay, look, even even Devin Bush, there's been concerns that he's not really the guy. Like he was in a, a battle in camp with Robert Spillane. 
So even if he was healthy, would that would have made? But he was balling before he went down before the ACL. But the ACL was two years ago, right? So like again, now. This oh, but year remember last. Story. But remember last year, Joe Burrow looked like crap in in preseason, and they was talking about, oh, he looks terrible. He that couldn't. Was preseason. We're talking about stuff that actually happened during the season, and that's my point. Yeah. When you talk, well, I'm talking about you. You just brought up Bush and Bush battling out right now. Like it takes time. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. I, honestly, I could see them having his first losing season. But I mean, I don't I don't think that means anything for Tomlin. I think he's done so much there. Like I know people last year kind of flirted with the idea that he was on a hot seat, which I thought was utterly Elbow, ridiculous. Elbows looks look good with Matthew Stafford. Sorry, dudes. Yeah, he does. does a really good job right there on the, you know, play action pass. The first read isn't there, holds the ball and then finds Cooper Cup on the out route. So yeah, the elbow did look good for look Matthew. Look at my play by play guy. Look at my play by play guy. What's our next factor cap? No, look at my play by play guy. Look at that dude. We're gonna have plenty of that <laughs> here tonight, Brandon. But the next one, obviously, we go to San Francisco. There's a quarterback <laughs> question, despite it being Trey Lance's team. For now, here's the statement: Trey Lance will not end the season as the 49ers quarterback. Factor cap. I'm going first. Fact. There's a reason. Why they re-signed Jimmy Garoppolo. And again, they spent three first-round picks on Trey Lance. There had been some rumors that he wasn't getting it done during training camp. You know, Shanahan, of course, you know, and you know this, Brandon, you know, as a GM, John Lynch, you hate being wrong, right? So, like, you, you give up that much capital to get a guy, you don't give him as much opportunity as possible. But then there's another side of it, right, as a head coach. And this, this is the thing you have to manage as a head coach, the locker room. Mm. Right, Brandon? Mm. Trent right. Williams, right? He ain't getting no younger. He's still the best tackle in football. Right. And he's going to be voice like 35. Yeah. So, like, if he feels like Jimmy Garoppolo, to say Trey Lance comes out and is struggling, they just went to the NFC Championship game with Jimmy Garoppolo. He has that locker room's ear. They have respect for Jimmy. They love his intangibles. They love his leadership. Nick Bosa, right? Maybe the best defensive player in the league besides Aaron Donald. Came out earlier this offseason. Hey, Trey, you ain't got to do a lot. We are ready-made team, right? Our defense potentially could be the number one defense. We have weapons on offense. You just can't lose us games. So say they come out, and you sat down with George Kittle, right? He was non-committal. Vaughn Miller, sack. <laughs> you, you sat down with George Kittle. He was non-committal when he was talking about, you know, Trey Lance. He gave him his flowers, but he also talked about how he loved Jimmy Garoppolo as well. So this is a team, again, we're talking about Debo Samuel, 1,400 Samuel. 1,400 yards with Jimmy Garoppolo last year. Had his best season yet to date. So, like, if they start losing coming out the gate, you know, there's pressure on Kyle Shanahan at that point because he's got a lot of veterans that are owed a lot of money. And we just see Von Miller gets a sack right there, and that's exactly why they brought him into the Buffalo Bills, right? So, you can't hold the ball if you're Matt Stafford. You know, a little dance from Von Miller so, he gets the sack on second down. So, so um, dudes, before I give before I give my answer, I, I want to renege on something I said earlier. As you being the smartest football brain that I've been around, um, why why are you reneging on that? Because I think I am. Stop it, boy. <laughs> yeah, I just talked about Gabe Davis. Right, boom, he scores a <laughs> touchdown opening you drive. Before me, That's and then the Vaughn Miller. And then I say, <laughs> let me talk about Vaughn Miller. Vaughn Miller, big play. <laughs> On yeah, second or third let's down let's sack. Back, let's get back to the statement, though. Like, I, I, think, I think Trey Lance answer. I think it's fact that Trey Lance won't end the season starting quarterback. Go ahead. I Omar. also think it's fact that he won't end the season. He started 19 games in college. I don't think he's ready, even though he had a, a, a he sat and watched his whole rookie season. I just don't think he's ready. And this is a team that believes they are 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 
a scrambling quarterback away from winning a Super Bowl, but that quarterback just is not Trey Lance. Mm. What do you think, B. Marsh? Capital C on the cap, and here's why. So you think in Trey Lance starting the whole season? And I know you have great relationships within that organization. I do, so I got to be careful what I say. You got to be careful <laughs> what you say, dudes, but you also got to tap into your relationships and leverage, you know, the, the relationships you built over there, right? All you got to yeah. do is pick up the phone and call your people over there, and they'll tell you, right? I mean, I won't be able to call them until the season goes on because we won't know if no, no, ends up being the quarterback. Okay, here's, here's why it's cap dues, because – when we sat down with Coach Shanahan, when we were doing our training camp tour, one of the things he talked about was, look, it takes a whole team. Like, this wasn't built around one a quarterback or Jimmy G, right? So yeah. what I took from that was, man, we got a hell of a defense of uh, – uh, we got a de- hell of a defensive unit. They're Correct. really, really good, right? We also got a phenomenal running game. That's really powered by our philosophy, how we approach offense. So what that tells me is, look, we're going to play defense, we're going to run the ball, and we're going to let this kid develop. All he got to do is go in there, don't mess it up. If he goes out there and he's throwing picks, then you'll have the debate and the discussion, you know, amplified. But until then, this is his team. They're okay with him going in there and developing because them going to the Super Bowl was never Jimmy G. Now, you can go to, oh, week, uh, the first playoff game, wild card, he did this, or the last game in the season, because I know exactly <laughs> where you're going to go. Right? I'm not going to go nowhere. I know your recall. <laughs> I know your recall. But come on, man, that was, a, that was an anomaly, right? They made it to that point and had the success because of everything around the team. So what I see happening – is Trey coming out, he's going to make his mistakes, but he's going to develop, and they're going to protect him. Because, like, you talk about the upside, the upside on Trey Lance is significantly higher than a Jimmy G. So they're going to ride this thing out. So I'm going to say cap, Sean. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys Brandon Marshall and Omar Kelly. We're previewing the live game between the Buffalo Bills and the L.A. Rams, and we're also in our Factor Cap segment where our producer, Sean, gives us a statement. If we agree, we say fact and explain why. If we don't, we say cap and explain why. Sean, what's our final Factor Cap? This is incredible multitasking by everybody here, first of all. Final one here. (laughs) I I want to go to one near and dear to my heart. I'm pulling an audible here with my Dallas Cowboys, and I want to know from you guys. Oh, Lord, you're one of those guys? Here's the statement. (laughs) Unfortunately, 2022 will be Mike McCarthy's final season as Cowboys head coach. Factor Cap, fact. Hold on, hold on. on. Let me go in here first, dudes. First off, Sean. You have uh, a New York accent. Is that correct? I am from Jersey, yes. How the hell are you a Dallas Cowboy fan first? My, 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 my dad, man. Boss. My dad. Tell a story. <laughs> Tell a story. So the first time I remember watching football was a Dallas Cowboys game. My dad had the game on. He's screaming. I'm like, what are you screaming about? He's like, the Dallas game. I sat down. It was miserable. I fell in love. Same with being a Mets fan, too. So you were miserable. So you're a guy that you, like you love like pain. Yes, you love pain. Oh my pain is pleasure to Sean, our producer. Yes, everyone. Just so you know, and I can promise you, I'm worse with the Mets. By the way, just so you he know, probably has a domination. Hey, all right, this uh, is what I would say. Uh, let me ask. Let me, yeah, 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 yeah. Sean, we gotta, we gotta <laughs> dig deeper into Sean. Like we gotta, we gotta hey, get to know hey, him a little bit. You talked about Bob Miller, right? There goes that man on the other side, Aaron Donald. 
just sacked um, Josh Allen on second down. And it was that right side of the offensive line like I talked about. <laughs> oh, so now he's competing. Who me, has the better football ooh, IQ? That's a grab. Let, like let, me, that. let me begin the answer to this question. Mike McCarthy will remain the Dallas Cowboys head coach. That uh, he, he will not, 2022 will not be his last season. And here's sure why. about that? Because Sean Payton probably won't be ready to resume and become a head coach and actually do real work. He's making good money on TV. He's living in a tropical paradise wherever he's living, whether it be California or South Florida or some some place with some water and 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 the North tropics. North Florida, North Florida on the water. I'll tell you. North Florida I'll on the water. And he's not going to want to go back to a Real work and grind as a coach. I mean, Brandon, you can speak to this. You know Sean Payton. You guys have a good yeah. relationship. You actually played for Sean Payton for a little bit. Yeah, so he's definitely living in North Florida somewhere. And when I say North Florida, like not Jacksonville, north of that, on the water. And he travels sometimes down to like north of Jacksonville. to like South Florida question. area to play golf at Michael Jordan's golf course um, uh, on occasion. So he's definitely enjoying himself. But it, it, it's it's Omar, you're so brilliant, right? Like you, you, a lot of times you'd be so close, right? It, it's cap <laughs> uh, or, or whatever. The, I don't even know whatever it is, Sean. However you pose the question, I forget. All right, I'm I'm drinking wine, enjoying the game. But Sean Payton, Sean Payton will be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys next year. 100%. Okay. It runs through his blood. When I was playing He's for the New Orleans Saints, it doesn't matter. It doesn't right matter. Now. You know how it is. You get that itch. There's something special about playing. You know this, too. I'm concerned for you, Omar Kelly. You know why I'm concerned <laughs> for you? Because there's something special about being a part of the shield. When you're a player, you're a coach, or if you cover a team, you just like, damn, I miss it. I miss that. Right. Being on the edge every single day. So I'm nervous for you and Sean Payton and Coach McCarthy. Your ass is going to be coming to me next year, Sam Brandon. I just want to get back to writing. I miss being on the field. I miss smelling the grass. I miss the shit. That's what you're going to be saying to me. Those pregame meals that he was talking about for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, he knows it. I got to bring my own lunch to work now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. what's the over-under on Omar Kelly going back to writing next year (laughs) full-time? We should put that as a prop better. (laughs) Um, I'll answer this and we'll we'll get to break. Um, That man making $10 million a year talking talking football. Nah, I think this is it, Mike (laughs) McCarthy. Like, we talked about this earlier, uh, I think last week, Steve Marsh. Like, if they don't go to, like, the NFC Championship game, I think it's over because Sean Payton, again, you know, him and Jerry have a a nice little relationship. And you talked about it. As a player, as a coach, you miss the game. You want to be around it. Sean Payton is one of those just football guys. He loves football. So, like, Listen, I think him not being a head coach for a year is like a reset for him. But I think he's itching to get back into coaching. Listen, Bro, Josh, hold on real quick. For a minute. Real quick, like, Josh Allen starting the game 10 straight completions. This dude yeah, is hot. Ready. He's on fire. We yeah. heard Steve Torrey talking about it on the show before us about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. How will they respond to all of this juice being thrown at them? All this conversation about them being the contender. Oh, damn. I don't want to. Damn. I think this is an interception. Yep, it's an interception. He didn't throw an interception. It was a fumble. It was like a bang, bang play. That sucks. But look, let me say this real quick. 
at the Super Bowl this past February in Los Angeles. I walk into the Beverly uh, Hills or not. The, what is it called? Damn, what's that place called? Beverly. It's called no, not the Beverly. Where's where's everybody live? Where uh, uh, Calabasas? Uh, Will Smith. The, the 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 movie. The show was where, where, what was it? Bel Air. Bel Air. The Bel Air Hotel. Oh, big, I walk into the big. beautiful Bel Air Hotel and I'm having lunch. And then I see Jerry Jones sitting in one booth and literally next to him, back to back, in another back booth back, was Sean Payton, dudes. It was uh -oh. Sean Payton sitting there. And I Everybody sat down with Coach Payton up. for like 30 minutes to catch up with him. And I said, mm, what a coincidence. What are you and Jerry <laughs> talking about? Isn't this a coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> Sean Payton will be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys next year. Oh, man. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, SiriusXM Channel. 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are.